Thanks for choosing Boomers with Beverages. Once again, we're recording live at the Indiana State Fair. Welcome back to another edition of Boomers with Beverages. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making us part of your podcast (laughs) listening experience as we embark on yet another one of our award-winning podcasts. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, Pete, Dan, Artie. We're winning awards. (laughs) Really? Are we? I haven't seen them, but I'm hearing that we are winning lots of accolades. Is that the right word? Accolades? I'll begin. I'm going to go with accolades. Just here at the fair. Yes. It is certainly a word. podcasts have... Awards like a name, you know, like there's the I Emmys. Think, oh, the absolutely! Tonys. Oh, absolutely, they okay. do. Okay, yeah, absolutely, they do. They most certainly do, and uh, it's it's a big thing now because uh, so many podcasts that are national have actually turned into pretty oh big God. pretty big deal as far as shows are concerned. And some folks that actually and maybe keep us in mind for this down the road, the show actually becomes a radio show, becomes a, a bigger deal. So imagine doing this five days a week. Can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom sometime. <laughs> Man, this is the best grilled cheese sandwich I've ever had in my life. Uh, again, we are at the Indiana State Fair, Boomers with Beverages. Jim Burroughs, along with Artie Widgery, with Hi his there. mouthful oh, of cheesy oh, goodness. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Pete Molina, good to see you. Good to be here. And, uh, Dan Davis. Hello, and I, I have to say, I've always found cheesy goodness to be redundant. Mm. Yes, you have. But now that you have learned to love lactose, you are. I am lactose enthusiastic. That you are. You are loving every minute of it, so it's good, and it's great to be back for uh, another podcast from the Indiana State Fair. Thanks to the American Dairy Association of Indiana, Jenny Browning and her staff do just an absolutely amazing job. And they couldn't be more hospitable because very sweet. the very first nice. podcast, they brought us shakes because they, they looked at us all and they said, my gosh, you guys are all so physically fit. You deserve a shake. So Pete had the shakes, so he thought maybe the rest of us. Pete had yes, he did have the shakes. That's a matter of fact. The, Pete, Pete had quite. Well, that was this morning when I woke up. Pete, Pete had quite the experience with that podcast because he had a a, a previous love interest show up during the show. However, nice. oh, well, maybe love interest is extreme, but his first, her first kiss anyway, was with Pete. So uh, Vicky was the lady's name, and she showed up uh, for that podcast. So Pete still. Have you have you spoken to her since? Written letters or? Well, as I, have as you I liked said, her on Facebook? Oh yeah, we're on Facebook. You know, we uh, after after college, we we just lost touch, as I as I think most people do, or a lot of people do, with the majority of the people they went to high school or college with. You, you get out there, you start your own life, things go in different directions. And I want to say maybe six or seven years ago, um, we reconnected on Facebook. We've talked a few times. You know, had had lunch a few times. And she's just a, a very nice lady uh, and uh, it's, it's good to, to you know see her again and continue uh, a different kind of relationship and uh, I was really kind of honored and, and surprised that she chose to, to share that. So that was that, cool. That yeah. Kind of cool. It was neat. She was very yeah. complimentary of the, yeah. uh, of, the, of the podcast. She was very complimentary. Very complimentary. She, she, she listens to it all the time. Like the podcast. Well, I'm sending her those monthly checks. She speaks nicely. You know. <laughs> but I think it says something about you, Pete. And uh, we have, obviously we've known you for uh, boy, quite, a, quite a long time now. What? Almost 40 years. We've all known each other because of our beginnings Close. of stand-up comedy. Yeah. But Pete... This kiss happened back in the early 60s, and she still remembers it. So you had to have, you got it, you were quite the kisser. Apparently I was. That's pretty incredible. Well, I, and I, I was talking to her, um, or maybe her off the mic for a moment, and, and she has not washed her face since. Is that what that she is, said? That's what she told me. Oh, oh, I thought that was a skin condition. Oh, my goodness. Bless her heart. More than we learn about Pete all the time. The Casanova of the podcast. Good. The Casanova and the Tennis Star of the podcast. Boomers with Beverages. Here we are, Indiana State Fair, the great Indiana State Fair. I think going on 
150 something years that we've had the state fair. No one at this table is going to argue. The with fair you. has only been uh, there's only been three times the fair has not happened. You remember the three occasions? World War One, World War Two, and, and World War Three. Nope, and COVID. COVID. Yep, unfortunately, yep. one year state fair took a took a breather. Would have been good. I think it would have been great to have that uh, you know big spreader event. It might have nipped it in the butt a lot quicker. You know, here's your herd gr- immunity. Here's your grilled cheese and an infection. Have a good day. Thank you very much. But it's it's great. I mean, the weather's been spectacular. We're going to talk about our beverages here in a second. Oh no! But I do want to say uh, thank you to uh, Art Baker for all his work to uh, to make this possible. Uh, Taylor Taylor Scott, who is our behind the scenes guy as far as getting the podcast on all the major platforms and giving us some inside baseball info as far as promoting and things like that, which we're going to start doing more of. Thanks. And really want to have you start paying more attention to the uh, website because we're going to do a lot of work with that website mm-hmm. before the end of the year, putting more information on there. For Dan and Artie and Pete, who love to cook, uh, there's going to be some great recipes on there you're going to want to check out. But boomerswithbeverages.com is the website. And if you would like to uh, communicate with us, the email is, is right there too, bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com. And uh, we love to listen to you and hopefully you love to listen to us so share your ideas if you've got ideas for a show uh, feedback on a show questions for any of us uh, yep. send, send it along but now we have to uh, because we are at the state fair and because we are boomers with beverages you know we always start the show off talking about what we're drinking let's start with Pete and Artie because they are drinking the same beverage I'm a little bit jealous because they got a nice little take-home container so I'm gonna let Pete finish up his uh, grilled cheese and swallow and he can fill us in on what uh, what Pete you, yeah what, what Pete and Artie are drinking here well I, I'm drinking uh, uh, the lemon shake-up and it is a constant at the uh, Indiana State Fair. I'd like to know if any other state fairs uh, serve it I would think that they probably do but um, it's a real simple drink uh, they call it the lemon shake-up I've tried to make it at home multiple times I just can't get it like they do so I come to the state fair and, and get theirs. It so, is, what's the verdict? Do you love it? I love it, of course. They, yeah. they, they never disappoint. I don't. I would imagine it's so ingrained that it's kind of hard to even screw it up. They probably just make it, and it's just second nature. Lemons, yeah. sugar, yeah. ice. Hey. Yeah, but they have I don't to, know. It's the shake-up part that makes the difference. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, Isn't that the key? I usually shake it up after I drink it. Do you like I it? I just hop up and down. Do you like it already? Is it uh, mine's a mulberry shake-up. A what? Mulberry. I've never heard of such a thing. Mulberries. You never had a mulberry? No. It's, it's kind of like a blackberry, but I'd, it's a little tartar. Oh. Yeah. I had no idea. But it's it's great. But you guys have it's a delicious. cup to take it home, and Dan and I just have two cans. Well, here, you so can have my bottle. With two cans. But Dan and I... See, oh, yeah, you've got state, that great stuff. The State Fair, every year, a couple months before the fair begins, releases a list of their foods, their new foods they've created for the fair. I'm going to find that list, and I'm going to throw a few more of these items out at you, because when I was walking to, uh, to use the restroom with the Ghostbusters... I passed by an elephant ear booth. They have stuffed elephant ears now. Oh, my. So you know how good just a regular elephant ear is. Stuffed with what? Now that peaches, apples, or strawberries, different berries. Okay, fruit. I know. It sounds pretty amazing, Not cheese or or pepperoni or anything like that. But we have uh, the the Beer, Wine, and Spirits building. I know it has a more official name, but it's just literally just walking distance from where we are podcasting right now. The great thing is, first time ever in the history of having alcohol at the fair... For the, for the first several years this building served alcohol, you had to drink it in the building. Now you can leave the building once they give you your little wristband and verify that you are over 21. You can walk around the fairgrounds with alcohol, which, you know. Eh, eh, it's proven to be kind of uh, test, testy. 
You saw so? a guy a little testy earlier with his yeah, wife and children. That was, that was, that was, that that was, was awful. That was an awful thing And it to looked see. like he could have had a few. People in public. I don't know. He probably could use a few just to take the edge off his attitude. But mm, uh, it's kind of nice because, like I said, I said on, on a previous podcast, for parents that have bring kids out here and deal with little ones, more power to you. So you, yeah. you can get a beer to help you kind of just mellow out a little bit. So the beer we are having... One thing about Indianapolis, where we do our podcast, we have some amazing breweries, local breweries. We got Four Day Ray and Fishers, which is amazing. Uh, Sun King Brewery, they're out here at the fair. They're over, all over Indianapolis. And the beer of the state fair this year is Caramel Corn Beer. Sun King's Caramel Corn, and it's in their, their usual cream ale mix because they have an orange vanilla cream ale. They have a regular cream ale. And just for the fair, this is the only time this is available, they have Caramel Corn as Pete says, caramel corn, as I say. Yeah. And Dan and I are going to like taste it for the very first time We're gonna try right it. now and give you our honest opinion what we think about this and beer. Go. Here we go. Here we go. Lord, Jim. Take a break. Calm down. Jeez. Wow. I like it. It is it is actually I, I will say and I'm in all sincerity it is much better than I anticipated. Sure. It actually does taste a bit like caramel corn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it, it's but but it doesn't the beer flavor doesn't compete with the caramel corn flavor. Yeah. So yeah, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. Uh, it's definitely a, a, a good beverage, and uh, for the run of the fair, it's the only time you can get it. Who knows? Maybe they bring it out again as, uh, next yeah. summer, that type of thing. But uh, I was impressed. Yeah. Uh, I do. I, I want to go back to the the food from the good people at the dairy bar. You know, grilled cheese. What's more basic than a grilled sure. cheese sandwich? Sure. But they got. They State Fair takes it to a home level. I mean, what we got? Four different grilled cheese sandwiches they brought out yeah. with different cheese and bread combinations. Yeah. And just mm. absolutely cooked to perfection. It is. It's great. Absolutely. It is great. And anybody that uh, that, that lives in Indiana, and if, uh, for all of our folks that listen to podcasts all over the country, if you've been to a State Fair, you know your State Fair. I would be shocked if you didn't have a dairy bar type of yeah. place. Those are always where people go. Well, I mean, here, we've been here for a little while now, and the line, there's, there's what, a, 10 windows? Yeah. And the line has been 15 deep yeah. at every window since we've been here. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't let up. It doesn't let up. Because if, if you do notice, the dairy bar has a mix of, of people that are, like, really super-duper fit, and this is their cheat day, and people that have really... Every given, day's a cheat day. Have, have given up on it since maybe their their childhood years. Yeah. Have been cheating since 1960. Yeah, they, they, they haven't seen their feet for quite a while. But uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. And it's a great the food quality. And it's just so fresh. Everything is good. So, again, yeah. American Dairy Association of Indiana, thank you to you for your hospitality and uh, the amazing food. And it I will tell you right now, and, and I, well, I just want to talk a little bit about State Fair experiences. Jim Burroughs, along with Artie Widgery, Pete Molina, Dan Davis, we yeah. are the Boomers with Beverages. It's such an experience. And honestly, even if, if you just came out here just for the sake of people watching, you're never going to find a better place to go to do that, right? I mean, this is this is the kaleidoscope of humanity. Unbelievable. But one of the lines over here is just nothing but ladies in uh, yoga pants. Oh, wow. I mean, it's over there, and but there is no size differential. No. 
<laughs> no. Sh- well, I believe a- yoga pants are only made in one size. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's a shame. Well, that, there's also the male version of guys wearing their wife beater shirts that probably oh, well. shouldn't be. You well, know? I, most of the guys that I've seen over here that are extra large, they look like they've been using their shirts as napkins. That could be. I'm not, not joking. I mean, the yeah, guy had a whole corn dog A couple hours later, you got some barbecue sauce? Mm, this yeah. is good. This works out okay. Like it's, that scene from, uh, what was the name of that? those uh, those movie, uh, police squad movies? Sure. Hey, you got a little... You got a little banana on your face. He flips his, he flips it, and a whole freaking banana falls on the ground. <laughs> so Larry, you got a little banana on you. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. This is good stuff. It's fun. It's it, it, it kind of gets us out of our, our usual environment, but uh, we're going to do more of this and give a little bit of a tease. We have a, a, a big announcement to make about a venue that we're going to be doing our mm. show from in the future. So next podcast, we will be uh, giving you that exciting information, especially if you're in the area and can join us live, we would love to have you out there because really from day one, we always wanted to take the podcast out among yeah. the people. We like wanted to this. be live. Like this. You know, on location. It's never going to be this big. I mean, Dan Davis it, it, was gracious enough. It's the interacting enough. with people who have kissed Pete that I think has been <laughs> the most precious. Yeah, let's find well, that you know place. What? We should start <laughs> keeping track now as we do more live shows. How many people have had romantic involvement with Pete? Yes. Well, right well, now we have one. If you have kissed Pete, please come to our next uh, outdoor venue. Why don't you put that on our website? <laughs> yeah. They can just log in. No, it's like if, if you have kissed Pete, you may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> <laughs> Call the law offices of Turner Head and Cough. I think that would be good. Or your local physician. Oh, man. That's good stuff, guys. Good stuff. So going back to uh, fair experiences, we talked about the fact that outside of Artie and, and some of his uh, rural experiences as a kid, that, you know, really Pete, Dan, and I, not so much so. We're suburban kids. We're city kids. Uh, love going to the fair. I always love coming out to the fair. I mean, what kid doesn't? play the games, ride the rides, do oh, yeah. the uh, the food, the whole nine yards. Everybody has a different thing about the fair that appeals to them that they have to see. And of course, like we always have already said, this for the vast majority of people out here is, is their biggest cheat day of the year. When they come out here, they realize that the calories don't matter today. I'm going to have That's right. this couple of these couple of items and I'm going to enjoy it. So just, Dan, we'll start with you. State Fair memory as a kid? Was there something that always stood I, out to you? I, no, I always loved the one where you squirt the water and, like, for the racehorse, they, they would have the, like, the racehorses, you squirt the water into the target and the horse moves along. Yeah. That was always one of my things. But the, I always was wondering about that. It, you, you have to have pinpoint precision. I mean, you don't, don't you have to have it in a certain spot to even make it move? Because yeah. I know I've, I've done that. I didn't that. say I won a lot. I said I enjoyed playing it. <laughs> you got to, like, the, the lowest rung prize. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's pretty, pretty. The basket. You know, you throw the softball in the basket, yeah. it never stays in. But no. yet, when you hand the ball to the carny, he does it on one toss, yeah. and it's like, you know, it's I a, I, I win thing. I win the teeth competition twenty seven to two, but he can throw a softball in, in the basket in a split second. Well, and, which is, and I think we should have a moment of silence for all those poor you. goldfish that have True. oh my gosh ping pong right. balls dropped into their right. bowls and died in the car with trying to get out of the parking lot. Pete, what about you? As far as though, I mean, it does not to be the game, but is there? Did you, did you like doing that stuff? The games and the yeah, I I, I remember the haunted houses, the the, the the places you walk through that had the the, the different mirrors yeah. and changed shapes. Awesome so for some reason, those were kind of cool for me. And yeah, on the games, I always went for the ones where you had to throw the baseball because I grew up playing little league baseball. So you know, I thought I was pretty good until you get to the state fair and realize. You can't hit anything. Yeah. So. I, I think I remember going to that when I went to the uh, the Canadian National Exhibition, which is Canada State Fair. I went with uh, some of my cousins, and my Aunt Jenny was with us. 
And I remember going to that the house, the fun house, and she stood in front of that mirror, and it was I think that was the very first time I got a bar of soap in my mouth because I said, "Oh my God, Aunt Jenny, look how thin you are." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said, she, yeah, obviously, I had to tell my mom, so I'm like, "Yeah, that's great." Yeah. You know, that mirror does kind of take taper you yeah. off just a little bit, you know. But those are fun, and, and really, what's great, most of these rides, if not all, are still here. That we all win on. Yeah. That we all they're, they're just oh, different yeah. versions. The actual newer. rides themselves. The actual are still here from 40 years ago. And yes. the maybe the actual Carney, or at least their their son, or, yeah. or you know the, the next generation of Carnies. It's speaking a family of, business. Speaking yes. of, I, I, you guys, I just heard this just right before we started to record this podcast. But you know, we spoke with Philbert Delmosset in the last podcast. Philbert, uh, a big time state fair personality, is out here a lot. Kind of does a variety of things. He. He focused on a few things, but now he's kind of like the uh, the ambassador of the State Fair. But he has a brother, Dale, and uh, Dale is here today. So Dale will stop by in just a bit to uh, tell us about what he's doing with the State Fair. Because Dale Delmosset. I always thought Dale had the more interesting voice I did, of the two brothers. I, I, you know what? I've only heard him once, but I agree with you, Dan. I think you're right. I think you're right. So we're going to talk to Dale in just a second. But Artie, how about you with, when it comes to the Midway and all that stuff? You know, stuff? my mom, uh, we always wanted to play every game we walked past. But my mom said, no, we're not doing that. I go, why? We don't give money to people that don't have teeth. That's all she'd say. That's the way she put it to us. Where you but I think people with no teeth need money no, to get they more teeth. No, because they still had no teeth the following year. Oh, okay. They did not use their money wisely. So she said, no, we're not giving them their money. You don't, you'd them almost money. think there'd be like a groundswell effort for carnies to come out like one year and all literally have gone and got whitening done and, <laughs> and get implants. And well. every single one of them has the teeth of a Hollywood celebrity. Well, yeah. They have to be unionized to do that. Aren't they yet? Aren't they? I There's didn't no know. Carney I don't think they are. So that reminds me, do you know where the toothbrush was invented? <laughs> the Indiana State Fair? No. No, no. Seriously. It was invented in West Virginia. And the reason it, it was invented in West Virginia, if it was invented anywhere else, it would have been called the teeth brush. The teeth the well done. Yeah, very nice. Well, it's too bad very the rim nice. shot button doesn't work anymore. No, and, and, what's, and what's sad about that is it must be the heat because for a second there I was doubting him, and then for a few seconds there I was thinking he was going to, uh, he deserved that. Uh, he really had me, and then you threw that at me, so I'm like, thanks, Pete. I feel like a total boob. But that's so okay. I just offended everybody in West Virginia, but thank goodness it's a small state. The only Carney game I had ever had success with, and it was because I was inspired by Greg Brady, was the football toss. Ah. I, I won. I, I won all, almost the top tier stuff prize, almost. But I got I think four of five footballs in the from well, like twenty feet away. Better Greg Brady than Opie Taylor because remember he broke Aunt B's rose. Yeah, that was yeah. not a good thing. That was a bad thing. Well, but. there was a time that he he tried to win an electric razor for his dad. I remember yeah. that one. Yeah. And the the, the, the sight was crooked, and uh, Andy went out there and. Shot the guy, killed him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That I thought that was the funniest episode. That was the, absolutely the, the funniest episode. I that was the uh, at that one. That was the only R-rated episode of Mayberry, I think. <laughs> I think so. Or Rafa Allister does. Andy gone and wild. Me. Yeah. How about a ride though? Did you have a ride you like to go on? Oh, the fair? Scrambler. Until oh, I. Oh, you did the Scrambler. Yeah, I did the Scrambler. I loved the Scrambler when I was a kid. Yeah, the Scrambler. But I can't. Classic. I tried doing it like four years ago. I thought I was gonna die. I did that on I a literally. ride in high school. I well, oh. actually the summer after I graduated. We came out to the fair, uh, the girl I was dating at the time, and we did the ride that looks like a spider, and it has like oh, yeah. these oh, yeah. these little pods. And everything and spins. Like yeah. I swear oh, yeah. to you, there was no control over it, and we literally 
it took us about a half hour to eat. We had to sit on a bench. Yeah, get, it, just get our your head right. Middle ear was jacked up for oh, a while. Yeah. It was not not a good thing. I can't do. I can't I do can round do, and round. I can do a roller coaster all day long, preferably steel, because the wooden roller coasters beat the living you know what out of you. <laughs> but the rides that just spin, I'm, I can't do it. Yeah. I was always amazed at that ride, and talk about a classic historical ride at fairs was the ride that would spin and the floor would drop and you'd still oh, be stuck yeah. on the wall. I hate that. That yeah. killed me. Who thought of that? Who was the evil an SOB ast- that thought an astronaut, of that? Somebody an astronaut. Somebody at NASA. <laughs> somebody really? at NASA did it, yes. <laughs> Neil Armstrong's grandpa. Exactly. Maybe yeah. one day my kid will be in space. I you just, know? I have never got that. It's no, like, I know. Okay, I'm going to go on here. I'm going to be so very uncomfortable. I'm going to be frightened. I would rather, you know, sit home and read a book. I just do not get the thrill ride. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to be a roller coaster guy when I was a kid. Go to Kings Island, and did anyone remember riding the old wooden roller coasters over? Oh yeah, Island? the blue racer and the red racer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those those were great, but you can't get me on a roller coaster today to save your life. A lot of people get real uh, shy about. I don't want to say gun shy, but shy, ride shy about going on some of these rides at the, at a state fair. But I was told that at a state fair, those rides are inspected at a higher level. Than a traditional theme park. I think so, several times. So a at day. least once before they're put into operation. Yeah, but but you know what I always like to do when I go on like the mini coaster, I always take like a three or four inch bolt with me. This is just and, the case. And, and as we're pulling away, I hold it up, going, "Hey, Does what's this, this do? Do we need I, this?" And I want to thank Dan for that safety report. Now, based on that frequency, I'm probably going to get back on that roller coaster. There you go. Yeah. There was a time I didn't go on it, but one year, uh, this is after after high school, my one of my cousins came to town, and we did. Uh, we did Kings Island in Ohio, down in south uh, southwestern Ohio, and I just said to myself, "Just go. You're missing out on fun." And I had the time of my life. <laughs> did every coaster, first time ever. You know, vividly remember doing the loop to loop, and I open, I look down, and there's puke all down at the bottom. I'm like, "Oh, that's neat." <laughs> I mean, just I'd, I'd never done them before, and I realized this is stupid because it really you're talking about how many point seconds that you're in this kind of yeah. precarious, and it's over. I guess that's the one thing I've always respected about Disney is they, they try to make the line experience somewhat entertaining, like when you go on some of the rides. Because one of the, the first rides I took my our, our oldest son on was the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster, which does like zero to 60 in, I don't know, two seconds, three seconds. And you're in like a limo, and you have to get them to the recording studio. And it's in this, it's inside, it's in the dark, it's all lit up with fluorescent lighting and all this stuff. Such a fun time. But as you're going and waiting in line, you, you have video screens up and you're, the band's talking. It's like you're, go, you're they're, they're like uh, they're in the studio and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're not going to make the concert. we got to go. And then you go in and then the door opens and you're, there's the line to get on the actual. <laughs> so good for them for that. But, yeah, usually the rides are the constant, the mazes, yes. you know, which are as boring as it could possibly get. But mm-hmm. definitely the rides. Now, what about, let's see, the horses? Always impressive. Yes. And occasionally, I don't know how long they get them out here, but they've had the Clydesdales at the State Fair before. And they just, I will never not be amazed by seeing yeah. the Clydesdale horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the whole presentation is amazing to me. And they're beautiful. And uh, you see the Dalmatian dog there. And it's just uh, from top to bottom. Several years, several years ago, I took my son Jimmy to St. Louis to a baseball game. And you know, before the, the game, we went over to... Uh, Anheuser Busch, the brewery, and they had, they, the Clydesdales were there. So they took us through a tour to the brewery, and part of the tour was to see the stables and the stalls where the, the Clydesdales stay. I want to move in there. Those horses are 
well taken care yeah, of. Pretty impressive, isn't it? it? Very yeah, impressive. It's, it's amazing to me. And you know who else amazes me? i got to give them props. Are the kids who show their animals. Because, yeah. first of all, I, I love how people are always like, oh, I weep for the next generation. I go, well, you know what? Come to the state fair yeah, and you yeah. won't be weeping. Right, You'll exactly. actually feel pretty good. Because That's a great point. These kids are so dedicated in their commitment to what they're doing and attempting to get ribbons. You just have to just, I, I, I thank them all. I mean, they do yeah. a phenomenal job and they are committed. You know, I think these days it's like we hear more about the slackers than we do the achievers. Yeah, That's so all there somehow, is to it. Yeah. We it hear is. more that about is, it. That is, they're just as many yeah. hardworking. I know, I mean, my own sons, and I'm sure, you know, you guys, your kids, hardworking, yes. committed, and. I just think that, yeah, for whatever reason, we hear more about yeah. the kids who slack, the kids who you know want to avoid hard work, etc. Yeah. But it's they're, just they're the, out there. It's the uh, the argument I make to everybody in general. It's that you got your 15, 20% on the extreme left, your 15 to 20% on the extreme right, yeah. and the overwhelming majority of us in the middle that really want to figure this out and, yeah. and do what's right and all live together and do the best we can. And aren't on and, you know, Twitter and correct. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. and, and just, just, just don't get fed all this and just go, but the, you know, that's why I thought it would be a good opportunity to tell them because I hope they do hear it a lot because those kids are doing a really good thing yes. personally, but just collectively when you see how well they're committed to what they do, it's like it's, we're going to be in, we'll be in good hands. Yeah, those yep. are those are life skills that are that are going to continue on with them, and that's uh, you mentioned earlier about you know a couple of us here didn't grow up in any kind of a sort of a rural or farm environment. Uh, me being one of them, but having come to the fair over the years, and my, my wife's family is, they didn't grow up on a farm, but in a very rural area, so they had a lot of, you know, experience with animals and things like that. Unique aromas in the woods. Yes. Yeah. And so you come to the state fair and you visit the agricultural areas and you realize the work and dedication that these farmers yeah. have to go through to produce what they produce and the technology that they have to maintain. I mean, it is very impressive. Yeah. And, you know, so... So for people out there that may think that farmers are, you know, maybe second-class citizens, and I say that with yeah. tongue-in-cheek, uh, you you're, couldn't be further from the truth. Well, and, and you think about a good chunk of the world that works 9A to 5P, and you've really got to give your props to the farmers that work 5A to 9P. Yes. Because, uh, and, and maybe even longer than that. Yeah. You know, 365. And, there is no, there, there are no holidays. And there's farmers. a lot of technology that's developed over the last 10, 20, 30 years with farming where it's very, very sophisticated now. But so much of farming is still the, 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 the brawn. Yeah. You know, it does require the brains, but the brawn and still the old traditional ways aren't ever going to change. No. That's always going to be part of it. And I think that's obviously a, a, another great reason to go to a fair, celebrate that, and appreciate it, and, and take a moment to realize, you know, give these folks kudos because they give us yeah. invaluable, not just food, just everything they provide for us. When you think about a grain farmer alone with, with, with what all that goes to, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's absolutely amazing, and it's great that they get a show place. I hope for people that are listening to this podcast, you've got a state fair because we were talking earlier already do all states have a state fair? I would guess most of them do, wouldn't you? I think most of them do, yeah. But yeah. what I find absolutely amazing, especially my first appearance at this fair, was in 1967, and my dad was working for the uh, Dick Luger campaign to be mayor. And that's when UNIGOV came around and, and he got elected. And that's that was my first memory of the Indiana State Fair. It was down there by, the, uh, by that building right before you get to the Midway. And I'm telling you, we had more fun that night because we just hung with... We hung with Dick Luger all night long. I mean, I didn't. Get, we didn't get here till like maybe seven or eight o'clock, and we were here till it closed at midnight. 
we had a wonderful time because Dick Luger was literally showing us all around. We had uh, be never been experience. here before. Yeah. And for those who don't was, remember, that was an amazing. I mean, Dick, Dick Luger was one of our best mayors. Yeah. Absolutely, he was, a, he yeah. was the one that put Indiana on the map. And then here comes yes. Bill Hudnut, and he continued that legacy. He was yeah. also, uh, and, and sadly, you have to use the term now. He was old school politics. He was it a was. politician that everybody could like. Yeah. And now it's Correct. so territorial, for goodness sake. You That's don't right. have that anymore. But nope. and like you said, Luger goes on from being mayor to being a, a successful senator yep. who uh, who definitely worked to do what was right. Yeah. And um, boy, oh boy, do we need more Dick Lugers? But that's pretty sweet, man. You go—that's yeah. that's quite a while. Yeah, that was, was 1967, 68. It's got to be—it's got to be neat to come back out here for you to have that, because I'm sure you look around just and you have those memories come back to you. Well, it was the same night I, I went into one of the one of they used to call them the freak shows. Mm-hmm. They used yeah. to have them back then, and I, I know it's a terrible thing to call them that, but that's what it was. It's the first time I ever went into one, and it was like people in costume. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I really wanted to see something freakish. That's no, really cool. Some idiot in a costume. Well, I'll give you something freakish here, guys. You can chew on this. This is uh, this is the annual consumption of food at the Indiana State Fair. 14,000 pounds of pork chops, 56,000 ribeyes, 20,000 tons of ice cream, and 3,400 pounds of smoked sausage. Yeah, and there's a wow. there's a chain there's a, there's a supply wow. chain problem, Sweet. right? Not yeah. here at the end no, of the there's no, no supply chain problem at <laughs> supply all. Supply chain starts right here. So, Dan Davis, what's the favorite food for you? What, what do you have to have? Elephant ear. I do love the elephant ear. And now you know there's stuffed elephant ears. Yeah. You're going to well, be like oh, a kid uh, in a candy uh, store. You I are. did want to say, the. Uh, I think by the time this episode is out, the State Fair will be close to wrapping up. But if you want to, want to continue your State Fair experience... Downtown Indianapolis, the Monon 30. Oh, and yeah. You know what? Tell us Monon a little tri- bit about this, because yeah. we are hopefully going to do some live shows from there. We're, um, I'm working on it with Zach, who started the whole thing. It's where the Monon Trail crosses 30th Street near, I think, Winthrop, 30th and Winthrop, somewhere like that. But they, I had, was there last night, this place, Gordon's Ice Cream. I've not heard of them before, but they had ice cream nachos. And so I asked the man about what, tell me about ice cream nachos. And the tortilla chips are elephant ears. Oh, okay. And I'm like, okay, I'm sold. That. I can see that. I'm so so it's it's like little el- triangular elephant ear chips with ice cream and, but the yeah so they had a live band, a great band called Lit Soul, was the name of the band, and it's absolutely free, free parking, free admission. They had three different uh, food vendors. They had uh, a, this great taco truck. They had uh, somebody else was they had uh, salads up there like a watermelon salad and a cob salad. They had. Uh, you can get beer and wine. You can, but it is. I mean, if you're in downtown Fridays and Saturdays, okay. not sure how long it's going to go into the summer or into the fall. But and they're looking to expand from Thursdays. But it's just this guy Zach had this vision for revitalizing that area of Indianapolis, yeah. and it is just. And you get dogs. People take their dogs. I heard they're going to be putting up apartments there too. Some, yeah, some, that, that's like a plan. They're going to build apartments. apartments. There's a grocery store coming in. They're going to expand to Thursday through Sunday. There'll be a farmers market in there. But it just yeah, cannot say enough good things about Mon on Thursday. It's cool. also it called Rock yeah, in the Cradle. Cool. We were talking about it yesterday with Tommy, and he's been down there a million times and said this is amazing. This oh, it's is just, an amazing yeah. thing. And I think it can only get bigger and better. Yeah, the and bigger it's, it gets, it's the better outdoors, it's going to get. And I just I was there last night, and I'm thinking this is such a state fair vibe. Yeah, it's cool. The food you can get, and it, it's, it's outdoors. And it, last night was a gorgeous night. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of people are becoming more. Don't you? Would you? I don't know. You probably would agree with this that people are getting more into that the outdoor as opposed yeah. to. Going inside, sitting down. You want to be outside. 
kind of have the vibe, the whole experience. Yeah. And, and uh, this is like Dan said, that's that's kind of, I think, where we're headed with a lot of these concepts. Well, yeah, I think it's a response. It's, it's a continued response to the lockdown, that now people can go outside and be with other people. I'm and thinking, Pete and Kara, you probably love, love doing yeah, that I stuff, mean, too. Yeah, I mean, you look at, uh, well, what Carmel has done, Fishers, I mean, yeah. a lot of the newer venues promote an outside atmosphere. I think across the country, when you yeah. say community spirit, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Artie, I know you guys we, enjoy we it. Just did, we just did a birth, big birthday party at Daniel's Vineyard. Nice. Right out our back door. Wasn't even a mile from the house. And yeah. we went out there and listened to a great band called Living Proof. You probably you remember yeah. Living Proof? Oh, yeah. yeah. They were out there last Friday night. And we had the time of our lives. We were there probably from 6 o'clock all the way till midnight. This we is uh, Boomers time. with Beverages. We are uh, so happy you're joining us because we are loving every minute of it here at the Indiana State Fair. Soaking up the atmosphere, uh, partaking in the uh, amazing food and beverage. And, uh, of course, like a lot of folks that come out here, doing some serious people watching and enjoying mm. our uh, fellow I, I want to say Hoosiers, but I, I think we got folks from all over the country that come here or stop uh, by. I've been looking at them. They're Midwest. mostly Hoosiers. They're mostly, well, I, think they're, I think they're all Hoosiers. Okay, so okay, so wh- how do you know? What, what's, your, what's the telltale sign can, of the Hoosier? You can tell. You can but, tell. Well, so, I know, it's tattooed me. on the back of their neck. That's right. That's it. <laughs> it says Hoosier on the back of their neck. Oh my well, God! Well, their their clothes they're wearing are, are, are very uh, say something. It says Hoosier, and underneath it says this oh, side up. IU, per, uh, Paul, uh, Ball State. Oh uh, well, Purdue, well, maybe Cold though. Spacers. They have, they have alums I'm, from all over. Yeah. All I saw some license plates from uh, um, Iowa, Kentucky. I think really? I saw one from California as I was coming in today. So yeah, yeah. that's a fur piece. You know what? I've not heard show. of it, but I I would bet in this day and age because you have folks that like to do a lot of the travel. I bet there's folks that do do visit state fairs. A state fair tour. Do it during the summer. Yeah. You know, you hop around between May and September, May and August, and and hit because that's pretty much the premium state fair window. Yeah. Uh, I bet there's the a web. Again. I bet there's a web page out there that that hosts people who do the state fair circuit. Yeah. Yeah. That would not I'd surprise say, me. Okay, here it is. Next year, fifty state fairs in fifty days. Can we do it? <laughs> Well, I'm not, but uh, I'm thinking no. you guys You guys should go. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. You don't give birth to the idea and not, and not partake. You, you have to go. That's the idea now. Go make it happen. So here's the, uh, here are the other foods out, out here this year, because we, we've been able to uh, sample the uh, the grilled cheese, the, the great grilled oh, cheese sandwiches. Yeah, very good. Here at the Dairy Bar, thanks to the American Swiss Dairy Association. Swiss and sourdough is what I had. Swiss and sourdough. That looks oh, really God, good. good. Artie and Pete had lemon shake-ups. Pete gave them a thumbs up, as always. Yeah, and I had some uh, cheese quesadillas that no one else had. Because I was well, a pig over here. They gave you all the food. I'm like trying to reach over there, but I'll Pete have to wait stabbed me in the, the hand show. when I reached for it. This and then uh, Gruyere and, and uh, what is Swiss. It? What does it say? I don't know. I think it's Gruyere it's got an and, S and on soda it. water. What does that mean? Soda crackers. Oh, okay. And then Dan and I sampled the uh, Sun King Caramel Corn, which is the official beer of the State Fair. It this is. Year. And we both were very pleased. We are. Yeah, we it are. was good stuff. So here's some of the other food we're not going to get to sample, but folks that are out here today, are, I'm sure, are going to sample. Uh, they have a bison lettuce wrap. Ooh, heck yes. That sounds really good. Flamin' Hot Cheetos Walking Taco. Pickle pizza. Just stop when you get to one that deserves extra verbiage here. Deep fried brownies. Oh, hell yes. (laughs) Do they put batter on them and then deep fry them? Oh, you should see what these things look like. Oh, man. They're incredible looking. Oh, heck yes. And powdered sugar and chocolate drizzled on top. He's making a beeline to that. Uh, They have deep fried cheese on a stick. (laughs) You got to love that. They have peach shakeups, not just lemon. They have peach. Mm, I think really that good. sounds good. It does sound good. Well, oh, well where you got our lemon uh, lemonade shakeups, they Sorry, also Bobby. you can fl- have them flavored with raspberry or strawberry. They have okay. that option over yeah. there now. So they have a uh, ice mocha coffee float. You could get that at the Hooks Drugstore Museum, which is a cool mm, place out here. Cool. It's an old drugstore. Kind of haven't been there. In the they last got, two still years. got Jim Gerard on the roof. I think it does. Yeah. They have the boba fun cup. 
That's that boba. That have you seen that? You know, with the oh, bubbles, the, the, the drink. Oh, that's that, bubble that, tea. That, yeah, the bubble yeah. tea. Uh, they have the nitro fuel, the fresh brewed, uh, fresh brewed Lipton iced tea mixed with blue raspberry lemon twister. Yum. They have the charcuterie. I mentioned this on the yeah, previous podcast. Yeah. Here's what's on the charcuterie. So for those of you that know what a charcuterie is, it's kind of a variety dish. You can buy a plate which has uh, different cheeses, different meats, different crackers, probably some fruits. What looks like I don't know what other things would be on there, Pete. So jellies, off jellies, the yeah. yeah, things like that. So on the State Fair charcuterie, they have mini funnel cakes, mini corn dogs, saltwater taffy, cotton candy, caramel corn, and uh, popcorn topped with a sprinkle of colored candies. Wow, man, what a cornucopia! What was it? Popcorn? What? Popcorn topped with a sprinkle of colored candies. Is that not incredible? Well, did you see the? You, you took a picture of the guy with the, the State uh, Mar- Fair Mary. The that's Mar- what I mentioned in right now. Yeah. Well, that's oh, what they call that—the State amazing. Fair Mary. That's this is amazing. Did you, did you, Tell did, everything that's on it. That's a 24-ounce Bloody Mary topped with three skewers of waffle fries, deep-fried cheese curds, deep-fried mac and cheese, mini corn dogs, bacon, fried pickles, and a barbecue pulled pork slider. Oh, my God. My, that uh, is insane. Excuse me, bud. We'll my be right left back. ventricle just clogged up exactly. hearing that. Yeah, exactly. but it was happy doing it. Yeah, hell yeah. It was, it was good. They have the original cow pie, chocolate chip cookie with creamy uh, vanilla. They have vegan nachos, so they're, you know, giving some variety there for you folks know, that don't. You know, vegans need to get their own foods. Stop oh, copying stop ours. It, stop <laughs> it. Come up with your own stuff. <laughs> oh, I see. So I don't know what the nacho alternative would be, though. So, uh, well, they, that's not my job, okay? They're the yeah, vegans. It's nacho job. It's a nacho job. It is nacho job. Good call. Hardy. They have pretzels. <laughs> oh, it's four to one on the rim shot. Art, Art has figured out how to use that rim shot button, and he's not letting it go to waste. He's loving it. There's a delay yeah. on it. They got pretzel nacho bites, Mexican street corn in a cup. Had Mexican street corn at Four Day Ray for the first time a couple weeks ago. Yummy. Yes. That is good. That's oh. some good stuff. Crispy chicken sandwich, so some basic lemon shake up there. And instead of potatoes, they have pit potatoes. What's that? Pit grilled potatoes topped with pulled pork, cheddar cheese, jalapenos, and sour cream. You know, where are these places? They're all. I, mean, I see they're them. Spr- they're spread out by. all. They're spread out all over the. the we need a. We need a what legend. do they do the rest of the year? Okay, we, we have to give props to the Dairy Association again because indeed I'm mentioning all the food items out here this year, and for the American Dairy, their their feature shake for this 2022 State Fair is the mint cookie milkshake, and I had that. Yeah, absolutely awesome. You guys, Dan, you had strawberry, strawberry, which was fabulous, and uh, Pete had vanilla, vanilla. Great, I, I, I love vanilla. It's it's good stuff. See, I can never go wrong. I until I got enlightened as far as ingredients in a shake. Never really thought about the difference until somebody told me, like the, some of those fast food uh, fast food shakes, it's a powder. Yeah. It's not even a legit. No, you know, it's just a powder. Yeah. So when you go to like a Culver's or a Steak and Shake or these places that really make legit shakes, dairy shakes, or you come here to the dairy bar and have one, you you realize, yeah, now that's a shake. Yeah, that's good stuff. Well, because that that's one of the sad reasons that you know Steak and Shake, which is an Indiana uh, hamburger legend, is. They're pretty much looks like they're going out of business. All of their their stores are are closing, but they still have the best homemade milkshakes in the city, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I, I I don't disagree with you at all. And folks that are listening to our podcast from all over the country and actually overseas as well, you know, if you if you grew up in the states uh, and even in Canada, small towns, every town had their. Uh, what do I want? What would I call it? Like not a soda fountain, but their uh, their drive up, their ice cream, or yeah, I, you know, s- shake place. That was during the summer. You, you, there was a line of people constantly to get 
a shake because they made legit shakes. It yeah. was really, really good. You've been stuff. watching this line. There's no. nobody here in front of us, but all the lines are over there. The and over uh, there, it's going out down the, 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 the sidewalk. The line directly in front of us is for like they don't want to be here. Healthier food. The other, the good stuff is on the right or the it's left. It's all good stuff. It man. is all good stuff. It's all good stuff. You guys should have. I should have had the grilled cheese when it was hot. It's oh. not so much fun when it's kind of gotten room temperature because it's it's hard. Man, you are. But big it's baby. so delicious. What Pete had, Pete, what did you eat from the American Dairy Association Dairy Bar? What was that? The, the cheese quesadillas. Those were amazing. They, they were. And I, so I, I apologize. I was a total pig. I think I ate them all. Those okay. were absolutely incredible. But you didn't even use the salsa? No, no. That's They're amazing. so good, you don't need the salsa. Well, guys, I, I got to tell you, these two uh, opportunities to uh, do our podcast from the Indiana State Fair have been way too much fun. Indeed. The, the weather, absolutely beautiful with the breeze. Uh, just perfect because we've had some, uh, and really the whole country has had just some incredibly hot weather for the last couple of months. Yeah. So we it's got a very, perfect very, day. Perfect we got day. very, very lucky. This is great. I know Artie, you are you and Denise, your your beautiful wife Denise is here. She loves all the horticulture she stuff. Does. She, she does. She loves it. And and as a matter of fact, she found what she was looking for. It was in the women's building. Okay. Uh, what was it? She, she found all the 4-H stuff and you know the you know biggest beans grown in Indiana or whatever and biggest sunflowers ever born oh, you imagine she loves that stuff it's and it's, it's fan. Cool. we we've become very used to it and that's that's one of the main things we do i know pete you're happy you had that lemon shake up and you're uh you know this has been a fun time for you as well being back out here well the best part about this lemon shake up i think is this great to-go cup that they give you with a little huge uh, straw and a nice lid so i can put some wine or vodka in there and disguise it no one knows it's, uh, a, it's, a, it's like a big adult sippy cup absolutely we do love opaque drinking vessels yeah unfortunately oh dan and i had to use cans but it was worth it because the caramel corn beer from sun king was it is good stop by get yourself was one. it really cold if was you it, are over 21 was please. extraordinary yeah hey, absolutely is it, is it warm or is it uh cold it's cold the beer was cold yeah, would it, cold, yeah. would it, it be cold. good warm no Okay. I don't think, All right. think so. I don't know. What about you, Dan? Some beers are good I would warm. say no. Yeah. Okay, so it needs to yeah. be cold. Oh, yeah. I would say cold. All right, cold. it needs to be cold. Cold better. A lot of them with their, their flavors. Maybe I'll go get one when we're finished. I absolutely recommend okay. it. They have such a variety of stuff in there, though. That don't just This I isn't know. the only thing. It's a bar. Yeah, they're good. There's, good. there's some good stuff in there. But I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. I'm going to mention it again. The next time we talk with you, we've got a big announcement to make because our, our adventures continue as far as being on location, and we're going to let you know where we're going to be. And kudos again to the American Dairy Association of Indiana, Jenning Browning, and all of the folks that work together with the American Dairy Association of Indiana. They just do amazing work. This is this is their crazy time of year. Yeah. They're going from county fair to county fair to county fair to state fair. Busy, busy time. So we appreciate them allowing us to do Boomers with Beverages, the podcast. Of course, you got to visit our website, boomerswithbeverages.com. That website's going to be getting bigger and better as we go through the next few months. A lot of good stuff to add to that. You can email us anytime at bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com. Artie Widgery, appreciate it, man. Great, great to uh, experience I, I, this with you. I owe you a uh, some banana pudding. Nice. I owe everybody banana pudding. Well, your banana pudding is at extraordinary. Least, at least the recipe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pete Molina, I hope you had a good time. It was fun. That was a great time. I'm glad to know who I kissed first. That yes. Was kind of a nice surprise. On our first we, podcast we were thoroughly here, surprised. we got to meet Vicky, and what a sweet lady. Great lady. Yes. And Thank she you. remembered a kiss from 60 years ago. That's pretty darn good. That is pretty darn good. That's but she listens to the show regularly, and I think that's wonderful. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it, that. I love that. And she's right. We do need to have some females on this program more often. We will. We do. Because yeah. boomers are female, too. We will. Dan Davis, hope you enjoyed it, man. We enjoyed I having did. you. This was sure. a blast. Yeah, good time. Art Baker, thank you for 
your work as always. Uh, we really appreciate it. Taylor Scott behind the scenes doing all that good stuff for us as well. We sincerely appreciate all their efforts and you listening to our podcast. So many choices out there, but we're glad you're making Boomers with Beverages one of yours. Until we talk again, take care, all the best, and we will talk to you soon on Boomers with Beverages. Toodaloo. Bye-bye. If you'd like to hear more of the Boomers at the Fair, go to our Facebook page, Boomers with Beverages, or check out our website, boomerswithbeverages.com, for additional content. Audio engineering, Art Baker. Post-production services, Dan Davis. Showrunner and distributor, Taylor Scott of iPodcastPro.com. Thank you.